Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. Here we go. Brand new Flyers Daily for the 24th of March as the Flyers are coming off, yeah, a rare shootout victory. Second one this season, actually. 5-4 over the Minnesota Wild. How about Scott Lawton, who opened the scoring after a great assist from Travis Sanheim, who starts the breakout in his own zone, makes the decision to jump up into the rush at his own blue line, gets a puck that is laid out for him perfectly by James Van Riemsdyk, and then makes a beauty of a pass to Scott Lawton for the goal, which opened the scoring. one nothing Flyers, 12-58 into the first period. Oscar Sundquist tied the game later on in that period at the 16-35 mark, and the period with the Flyers and Wild tied at 1. Then in the second period, 7-26 in. Where you find Joel Farabee is where you find goals of late. Four straight games with a goal. Joel Farabee picks up his 13th of the season. Crazy part about this is Joel Farabee on this run of four straight games with a goal. Scored his first one in the game last Friday, 5-2 win over the Buffalo Sabres. His goal, last goal prior to that one was 26 games prior on January 9th against the Buffalo Sabres. Now he's on a run. Of the four goals he has scored, I think collectively, all four combined, he's no more than eight total feet away from the goal line with all four goals combined. Right around the blue paint on all of them. And on this one, he gets a stick on a Cam York shot, gives the Flyers a 2-1 lead, his now 13th of the season. Like I said, four straight games with a goal. Cam York picks up the assist, as does Noah Cates. Flyers are up in the game. Then Matt Boldy scores at 15:41. Boy, do I like Matthew Boldy. He he <laughs> done some damage against the Flyers this season. He'll do some more damage in this game. Uh, Tide gets the game tied at two. That's Boldy's 24th of the season, the 12th overall pick in the 2019 draft. Then Marcus Foligno beats Carter Hart, kind of through him, gives Minnesota the 3-2 lead. Then late in the period, 1937, Flyers are on the power play, and Tony D'Angelo just lays a nice little pass. Lays it out perfectly for Rasmus Ristolainen to bomb a one-time slap shot from the point, and that finds the back of the net is uh, James Van Riemsdyk doesn't get a point on this one, but he is lurking around Mark Andre Fleury, takes his eyes away a bit, and Ristolainen picks up the power play goal, his third of the season. Tony D'Angelo and Joel Farabee, who seems to be putting up not just goals in every game, but also multi-point performances, he does it once again. He's got his 20th assist of the season, so we'd end the second period with the game tied at three. Then 13-32 in, Matt Boldy once again picks up his second goal of the game, his 25th of the season, and late in the game, it is now, well, not late in the game, but about six minutes left, it is the Minnesota Wild with a one-goal lead. You go, okay, the Flyers played him tight, eh, down by a goal, probably not going to win this game, blah, 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 but no. 14-16 of the period, they answer rather quickly. Less than a minute later, when Tyson Forster, he toe-drags a puck in the right side of the offensive zone, changes his release point, and then just absolutely wires one. High blocker on Marc-Andre Fleury, and that ties the game at four. Morgan Frost, Tony D'Angelo pick up the assist, and then we've got a tie game at four. Now, Tyson Forster, six points now in seven NHL games. He just absolutely looks like he belongs. He takes the first shootout attempt as well. When the Flyers get to the shootout, uh, it gets stopped by Marc-Andre Fleury. But nonetheless, he's been in all situations, killing penalties, five-on-five, power play, 
and he looks just really impressive. His positioning on the ice, with and without the puck, all of those things, he just looks absolutely ready. Is he going to have a dip at some point next year? Probably, because this is a small sample size, and there's going to be ups and downs. It's not just going to be this meteoric arc and rise for Tyson Forster. He's going to go through tough periods. Plus, he's a goal scorer. Those things happen for goal scorers. There are streaky elements to it, but what a shot there. And when he scored the goal, I got me thinking, wow, he just scored on Marc-Andre Fleury, who was drafted all the way back in 2003. How old was Tyson Forster when Marc-Andre Fleury was drafted? Tyson Forster was born in 2002 on January 18th. So in June, when Marc-Andre Fleury was drafted in 2003, Tyson Forster was about a year and four months old, year and five months old. That's when, and that's who he beat last night in that game. That's amazing. Great turnaround of the young kid getting one past the guy when he was drafted. You were just still in diapers at that point. But amazing shot from Tyson Forster. Flyers get it tied at four, go to the overtime. Uh, no blood in the overtime. Go to the shootout. Forster stopped on that initial shootout attempt on Marc-Andre Fleury. Then Matt Zuccarello stopped by Carter Hart. And James Van Riemsdyk, who played six shot or shift six shifts, excuse me, in the first period, six in the second, three, I think, in the third, or four in the third, none in overtime. He's the Flyers' second shooter. And he ends up beating Marc-Andre Fleury with a silky backhand. And the Flyers grab the lead in the shootout. Frederick Goudreau then puts about 950 moves on Carter Hart. Doesn't beat him. Hart stops that. Then Morgan Frost is stopped by Marc-Andre Fleury. And Matt Boldy, a wrist shot saved by Carter Hart. And the Flyers come away with the 5-4 shootout win. They end up out shooting Minnesota in the game 34-24. to uh, Minnesota slight edge in the faceoffs in the game, 26-22. Uh, but all said and done, Flyers do a good job. They come away with a win, and uh, they grab the two points, and the homestand continues. Just three games now left on the homestand, or excuse me, two games left now on the homestand, as they will face on Saturday the Detroit Red Wings, and then next Tuesday it'll be the Montreal Canadiens. Morgan Frost picked up an assist in the game, also had that shootout attempt, and I had a chance to catch up with Frosty. Talk about the young core of this team coming together, what they can take going forward from the end of this season, and much more. Here's my conversation with Morgan Frost. We're here post game with uh, Morgan Frost. Um, what happened on that shootout attempt? Uh, <laughs> uh, what happened? Uh, skated down, stick handled a couple times, shot it right at the pad, no chance of going in. What the uh, hell was he doing? So, yeah, he threw me off a little, to be honest. He was. I don't really know, shaking his legs and stuff. I'm used to, when I do that move, it's supposed to kind of freeze the goalie. So I to was, lock his body. Yeah, so I was a little thrown off by him. Just, I don't know what he was doing, but I know. looked like he was having a seizure. Yeah, thank God we got Hartsey in our net. So. <laughs> um, let me ask you about this young core. I mean, you guys are all over the score sheet from Tip to you to Joel, who's got goals in four straight games, have collected six feet from the net in all four of those goals. Yeah. Like, what's going on here with this young group right now? It's really grabbing some root. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, obviously the position we're in in the standings, we're, we're not looking to make the playoffs anymore. And, um, you know, I, I think we're kind of just going out there and, and trying to have fun. And, um, you know, kind of especially for us young guys, kind of build towards next year. And, um, yeah, I think, you know, we may not be looking for the playoffs, but I think a lot of us still have something to prove and something to play for this last little bit. So um, I think that's what you're seeing. Frosty, it's about building not just for next year, but many years. Does it feel like that with this group of young guys? 
yeah hope, hopefully we can uh hopefully we can keep everyone together I, I mean especially I mean most of us have been here the whole year but uh Tice has come in and done uh, an unbelievable job and um I really like playing on his line so um yeah him uh Yorkie there's there's a bunch of guys that are playing well for us so um yeah like I said we're, we're trying to have fun out there and I think we're doing a good job of that how do you carry it into the summer and through the summer into next year? You know, season-to-season season momentum is one of those weird things in sports, but it's not really about the momentum of it. It's more about the confidence of it, isn't it? I would agree. I think, uh, you know, you, like I said, we're, we still have something to play for, and uh, I think, you know, if we finish this year out strong and get some wins under our belt and feel good, I think that helps everyone during the offseason coming into next season versus you know if we were losing some games and it was and it kind of you know sucked at the end and everyone's going home miserable and uh i i just think it's it's really important to finish out these last few games and uh have fun and keep winning some games go celebrate doing with your teammate thank you very much there he is morgan frost joining us after the game after the flyers get the win and you can see this young core coming together and like i said to morgan and he agreed i don't think you can take season momentum year to year. It doesn't go season to season. But there are elements of confidence and team play that you can take season to season. And that's what we hope happens here. In the beginning of the year and before the season, I talked about a moment. We didn't know when it was going to come or I'm not sure that it's even here just yet, but it's getting closer where you have that feeling, okay, we're on the right path. Now, I know for a lot of people, that moment was the moment that the Flyers made the decision to fire Chuck Fletcher. Doesn't mean they're on the right path, but they're not repeating the same path. Uh, But are we getting close to starting to feel an optimism in the future? Because we've seen Tyson Forster. We've seen the growth of Owen Tippett. We've seen the growth of Cam York. It's not perfect yet for some of these players. Travis Sanheim playing really well. And I think it's important for him to finish the season strong, just like Joel Farabee, to finish the season strong and feel good about it going into the offseason and come back next year and start off strong. Not not that you're going to carry the confidence and the momentum from how you finish this season into next season, but it can help a little bit. So, you know, the, the notion of a brighter future. Yeah, this team is going to need some lottery luck, going to need some high-end talent, going to need Cutter Gauthier to develop, going to need wherever they draft pick this year to, to nail the pick and have that player be a very important player for this team going forward. Savvy moves. The subtraction needs to be the right subtraction. The additions need to be the right additions and all of that. But are we getting into the, getting close to that period where we start to go, okay, there are pieces here. It is not all doom and gloom. And sometimes when you're in the middle of a season and there was a 10-game losing skid and there was 15 games prior to this latest stretch where they scored 1.8 goals per game, is can we look at it and start to go, okay, there are some pieces here. We need more. The Flyers need more. And they need more talent and high-end talent and guys that scare the opposition. But are there some pieces here that we're really going to like, like Tyson Forster, like Owen Tippett? like Morgan Frost, like Cam York, maybe Bobby Brink on the way, Igor Zamula. Are there those guys here? You know, in addition to, should they remain on the roster? Guys like Travis Sanheim, Travis Konechny, and others. We'll see where it all goes. 
Again, there's a lot of volatility here. Things have to be, you almost have to nail every decision. There's a lot of really important decisions for Danny Briere. Who's going to be the president of hockey operations? How's everything going to affect the scouting staff and development staff? I'll tell you one thing. One guy who doesn't, hasn't gotten a lot of credit this year is Ian LaPerriere. Because there were players that were sent down there right away, like Cam York, that came back in a much better position to play at the NHL level. There's players like Tyson Forster who's been down there with him for a couple of years now who looks ready for the NHL. Some of the development going on down there has been pretty darn good. Elliot Denoyer was a guy that came up and looked good. We've seen other players. You know, that's, that's a really good sign that players are being developed properly down there and that it does take time. Sometimes, you know, we want to microwave players. We want to get them ready for the NHL immediately. But it doesn't work that way with some players. Some players go on a fast track to the NHL. Some players go on a slow track. Some are in between. They're all different. But it's good to see that Ian LaPerriere, Jason Smith, that staff down there with the Lehigh Valley Phantoms, is getting their hands on players. And when they return here or they come here, they're being delivered properly at the right time. That's a good sign. And that needs to continue going forward. I know Lappy's caught a lot of guff from a lot of fans over the years because, uh, you know, players didn't seem to develop at you know, the, the, the rate of some other organizations. Well, th- that's been one thing that's been a strength this year, hoping that continues as well. So good job to Lappy down there. We're going to have to get him on again here soon as the Phantoms come down the home stretch as well. But that's going to put a wrap on this edition of Flyers Daily. So Flyers 5-4 winners over the Minnesota Wild. They're back tomorrow, 1 o'clock, to take on the Detroit Red Wings. Final two games of this seven-game homestand. 11 games to go in the season. So everybody, enjoy your Friday. We'll talk to you tomorrow on a brand new Flyers Day. Oh,